Sunday afternoon, March 12th. You are listening to Weather with Enthusiasm. We have stuff going on in the world that's so amazing, and it's just unbelievable. We have a 1,200-year drought out in the southwest and on the west coast that has come to an end in recent times. Unbelievable storms, atmospheric rivers arriving on almost a weekly basis with storms bringing 12 feet of snow on the west coast has brought this drought to an end. have another phenomenal thing that has taken place over the past week. The National Weather Service has declared that La Nina is over. We no longer have a La Nina. La Nina is when there's abnormally cold water in the Pacific Ocean in a certain area, which produces a global difference in weather, global difference in weather, uh, and that has come to an end. We are now in a neutral area for the first time in a long time. Tropical storm Freddy, which has this is that has broken a record. Tropical storm Freddy is the longest duration tropical storm to ever exist. We have something right now going on which will be affecting our immediate United States. And it's a result of the sudden stratosphere warming that took place in the stratosphere about 50 degrees three weeks ago. At this point, it's already close to, well, it's about three weeks ago, mid-February. Temperatures suddenly rose 50 degrees in the stratosphere. This was forecasted to produce a, a weakening of the polar vortex. About 70% of the time, these things weaken the polar vortex, and this forecast actually was accurate. The polar vortex has weakened. The Arctic air has broken loose. Also, this is responsible for a blocking area of high pressure over in Greenland. And this is producing a wind tunnel just to the west, and the cold air is like brewing down into the east coast and the northeast so as winter comes to a close we finally get that cold arctic air into the northeast and the nor'easters begin the nor'easter season has finally begun this is if you count last week's i don't know if what counts as a nor'easter or not but the one developing this week certainly does count as a nor'easter we have let's take talk about the origins of the nor'easter if we want to do an adequate job of this we're going to have to talk about two storm systems one of them very major here in the midwest 13.2 inches of snow fell yesterday in sheboygan wisconsin winter storm warnings remain in effect today for an additional four to six inches of snow totally amazing 
This was a definite long duration snow event. Minneapolis, Minnesota has been bombarded with snow. 77 inches of snow so far this season. That was before this snow came around. That was already by Friday or Saturday. They already saw 77 inches of snow so far this season. An additional at least one to three inches was on the way. And another for the ninth, at least the ninth consecutive week, a Midwest powerhouse storm system moves across the upper Midwest by the end of this week. So it's almost like we're getting two storms in one week. But, you know, this is still really part of last week's storm. So it's the end of this week. We have a storm system. The storm track remains up in the air. But Minneapolis could very easily be the bullseye for this one very easily we have snow on the backside as usual 6 to 12 inches you know you would think this time of the year maybe things are going down the snow is becoming wetter but Sheboygan Wisconsin just yesterday 13.2 and we'll have to see what the final snowfall accumulation is when all is said and done Bismarck North Dakota has seen 92 inches of snow so far this year that makes it already the third snowiest winter on record so we're really getting hit hard with the snow and the winter. There's a Lake Tahoe, I think that's how you pronounce it, out west on the west coast, which has frozen. It's turned into ice for the first time since 1991. So we're talking about 30 years ago. 32 years ago was the last time this lake turned into ice. So the upper Midwest is being bombarded with snow, and the West Coast is getting a very heavy dose of winter, especially California. And the good news is that the drought has come to an end. It's not just after January where the drought lessened. The drought is over with. And according to meteorologist Tom Skilling, this was a 1,200-year drought. He said that on television. I don't know if that was a uh, if that was a mistake or what that was but uh, he did say that so assuming that was not a mistake we now have brought uh, a 1200 year drought to an end so that's like what could be greater than that you know it's like really good news uh the way it happened maybe was a little bit uh dangerous okay moving right along so here we have to get to the nor'easter because that's a big thing over here. So the Midwest storms moves out to the east. But that's not really the main thing with this nor'easter. The main thing is what's happening in the Gulf of Mexico. We have a low pressure system that has developed in the Gulf of Mexico. That is awesome because <laughs> that's that thing is loaded with moisture. It's coming from the Gulf of Mexico. The water temperatures are way up in the Gulf of Mexico. To tell you the truth, I'm not really sure why they're way up. We had some brutally cold temperatures at times down south there, but perhaps when all is said and done, things averaged out above normal. That low pressure system moves off to South Carolina, off the coast, off to North Carolina, and then right off the coast of the Mid-Atlantic area, even a little bit further than right off the coast. It's a little bit further out to sea. In fact, I would imagine that there have been storms where such a low pressure system has brought heavy snow to Baltimore. Not this one. That's not forecasted to happen over here. That storm system remains out to sea. Now, 
that Midwest storm system has not totally disappeared. It's going to make its heavy contribution to the East Coast storm. That system weakens, and as it weakens, its energy gets transferred over to the storm in the Mid-Atlantic area. That storm moves up the coast at the exact same time. Cold air is coming out of Canada due to that blocking high, all a result of the domino effect that took place from a sudden stratosphere warming three weeks ago. Now, what does this all mean? This all means that heavy snow will be developing in the New England area and even over New York. In fact, this time around, we actually have winter storm watches, which are in effect for parts of the New York metropolitan area. Passaic, New Jersey. We have parts of Passaic, New Jersey that are currently under a winter storm watch. We have some areas over there forecasted to get four to eight inches, some areas five to ten inches of snow. This is a heavy, wet snow. Snow that falls, as the National Weather Service says, will be water packed, which means we'll be accumulating on power. Uh, on power lines along with heavy winds. In fact, there is a good chance of power, widespread power outages as you head over to the East Coast in the New England area. In the area, actually, if you look on AccuWeather, that they'll have a map which shows the area with highest power outages is actually on the coast, the area that will not be getting that much snow. That's due to damaging wind gusts that are expected to develop in response to this storm, which is expected to be a Abomagenesis. Abomagenesis is a storm that drops 1 MV every hour for 24-hour period. What happens when you have a storm like that is it's intensifying so quickly that it creates an actual vacuum and it really cools things off and it has similar characteristics to a hurricane. That's what's going to be happening with this storm and the low pressure is going to totally it's it's going to intensify. We have 28.83 to 28.8. That's the barometric pressure. That's very strong. You know, last week when Paducah, Kentucky broke a record for the lowest pressure ever, that was 28.85. So this storm system is expected to intensify to just about that level, perhaps even more. The GFS has this thing intensifying. Uh, that, that one was 977 MB. It's about every 3 MB is about 0.01 uh, in regards to the barometric pressure or so. So if the GFS comes true, then you would subtract 2. You get to 28.83 or 28.82 approximately. Otherwise, you're at 28.85. Either way, we have a very intense storm reaching its peak sometime on Tuesday off the New England coast by that time. This storm system will be bringing its rain snow line right over New York City and right along Boston. Boston is further to the east. It's way out east, actually. People may not realize how far east Boston is. Providence is a little bit further west than Boston. So it could be that Providence is a higher chance of seeing snow. It is a little bit further south as well, but you look in the European computer model as advertised on windy.com, you'll see very impressive snowfall rates on Tuesday in Providence. The only thing, however, is that you're also going to see that the temperature are temperature just above 32 during the entire event. So there's going to be melting and the that thing takes a snow to water ratio of 10 to 1 this system is not going to have a snow to water ratio of 10 to 1 until perhaps the very end the beginning we're dealing with a wet snow typically 6 to 1 
Sometimes it could be even lower than that. So that's going to bring down those snow totals. Nonetheless, there still will be at least a narrow area that's expected to get between one to two feet of snow in the New York and New England area well inland. We're going to see those snow totals go down due to the wetness of the snow and some melting, probably to 6 to 12 inches, a larger area than usual of 6 to 12 inches. And as you head towards New York, it's right along the rain snow line. So anything could really happen. But but a lot of it will be falling as rain. That's what is likely to happen. It's likely to happen that a lot of it will fall as rain. We have a snow drought that continues across really all of the coastal cities out on the East Coast. But a snow drought, almost in the literal sense of the word, when you get to cities like Baltimore, Philadelphia, and Washington, D.C., these cities have seen two-tenths, three-tenths, or four-tenths of an inch of snow so far this season. That's it. That's all they've seen. And that makes the largest impact in a city like Philadelphia, where usually they've seen 20 inches of snow by now. Washington, D.C. has usually seen 12 inches of snow. You have a place like Boston, which has seen 10 or perhaps 11 inches of snow so far this season, maybe even 12. But they normally are at 42 inches by now. New York City has seen under 3 inches of snow so far this season, more than 2. But they normally are way up uh, in the 20s by now as well. So New York City is gradually increasing their snowfall over the past couple of weeks as that Arctic air, that Greenland high gets settled in and it's likely that they will see additional snowfall accumulation this week. That's the mid part of the week. What we're really lucky about is that the moon phase is not in the mid month and not at the new moon or else we would be dealing with coastal flooding. We're still going to be dealing with uh, coastal flooding. That's a good possibility for the East Coast, especially in corrosion, especially due to the long duration storm system. You know, we have the winter storm watches, which are in effect from Monday evening all the way through Wednesday. So it's a long duration snowfall again, similar to what the Midwest has been dealing with in regards to the long duration. I think the snow totals will also be quite similar. Uh, we This is not the final weather event for this week. We have a, another very significant storm system that's affected to uh, go across the Midwest once again for at least the ninth consecutive week later on this week. The storm system again takes a track from the Southern Plains into the Ohio Valley or really up through Missouri perhaps even further to the west and north going through Wisconsin. We mentioned Minneapolis. Earlier, Minneapolis could very well be in the bullseye. The part that we have not mentioned is the unseasonably warm air that this storm system will be bringing from the south into the storm system. Temperatures in the 70s are very common with this type of a setup for a city like St. Louis. And if there should be any sunshine, you could even pack an 80-degree day, Dealing being that we are in March. Thursday is the day this is expected to happen. Thursday is when that unseasonably warm air, in fact, even makes it into the Chicago area, especially the southern sections of Chicago, where temperatures could very easily go into the 60s, pull off a 60-degree mark here in Chicago. Thunderstorms as well, even here in Chicago. The severe weather outbreaks are continuous. Today in Georgia, 
That's because of the storm system that's in the northeastern parts of the Gulf of Mexico. That moves northeast, bringing a severe weather outbreak over to Georgia. I would imagine the storm system that's in the Midwest as well will be producing additional severe weather. In fact, you can look at some of the maps and you'll see that areas across Louisiana, which is right now getting record heat, mid and upper 80s for highs, temperatures in the 90s for lots of Texas, especially the eastern portions of Texas. We have a front that's already moved through the western portions. And we're going to see that severe weather uh, this time around. After the storm departs, very cold air, unseasonably cold air. In fact, some are even calling it bitterly cold air for the month of March. Moves into places like Wisconsin, overnight lows dropping into the single digits for this week. But even down into the southeast, we have temperatures dropping into the 30s for Atlanta, George, Jack, Jacksonville, Florida. We have places uh, all down there. Today we have ice storm warnings in effect for portions of the southeast by the southern areas of the Appalachian Mountains. It's not a large area that has an ice storm, but there is a portion of that area that's receiving an ice storm. The Baltimore National Weather Service today has issued winter weather advisories in effect for parts of western Maryland. Not Baltimore, but western Maryland for a few inches of snow over there. They have a wintry mix of precipitation happening over there. Lots of weather to talk about. I didn't do a search to see whether we've had 100 degree days. I'm sure we have. And, you know, uh, the we have really the two seasons are coming together right now. Winter and summer. They're In summer, really, it's summer. Uh, they're colliding right now over the country. And for the first time, we have that Greenland high directing cold air. It actually started last week, but it has intensified for this week. Well, we have, again, just to revisit the Nor'easter, just again, because there are some variables that were not pointed out. We have that cold air coming down from Canada. But that alone it's just not cold enough for the precipitation to fall as all snow as we've mentioned temperatures are above 32 so we have something else called dynamic cooling dynamic cooling is when the precipitation falls so heavy that it brings cold air aloft we know it's always cold all the way up there but it's very cold up there this time of the year when the precipitation is really heavy it brings cold air aloft down to the surface when the precipitation rates are heavy the precipitation will be falling as snow in those cities where temperatures are in the 30s when the precipitation lightens up that's when the precipitation could easily change over to a drizzle so that's what we have going over there. Sometimes we also deal with evaporative cooling. That's especially common in the beginning of a storm. And I believe we've covered a lot. There's always a couple things that end up being left out. And... But, you know, we covered a bunch of stuff going on in the world. Tropical Storm Freddy. We have an uh, earthquake that took place down in South America. We have a volcano that we discussed. We have the El Nino, which is possibly developing. We're in neutral territory right now. We have the drought that came to an end. 12 feet of snow at one point has fallen over portions of the California. Lake Tahoe has totally frozen over. We have the third snowiest winter on record for Bismarck, North Dakota. Already 77 inches of snow for Minneapolis 
already as of two days ago. 13.2 inches of snow fell in Sheboygan, Wisconsin as of yesterday with an additional four to six inches forecasted today. We have this nor'easter producing potential four to ten inches of snow for parts of the north, north and to the west of New York, New York City, north and to the west of that area. The storm track is being watched very carefully. We have heavy snow winter storm warning criteria snow possible headed for Providence, Boston, Massachusetts, but the heaviest snow and the heaviest snowfall accumulations stay to the north and to the west of that area. We covered the ice storm in the Appalachian, the severe weather outbreak in Georgia, severe weather outbreak happening later on in the week as well, and a severe weather outbreak happening tomorrow. You know, the portions of the south central states, uh, those areas are always under severe weather. We Then when these storm systems move through from the Midwest to the East Coast, we have, it's called actually a type B Miller setup. When you have the energy from the storm system in the Midwest transfers itself to the East Coast. This is a double hitter. The East Coast is because the storm system is its in its own right a strong storm system. It's coming from the deep south, the Gulf of Mexico, plus it's having an energy transference. So there's a lot of potential with that thing over there. And I'm sure we spoke about more. And thank you for listening. I wish everyone a wonderful day, wonderful week. Enjoy all the wonderful weather, uh, the fun in the snow, the warm temperatures. We pointed out Thursday for cities like Chicago and St. Louis and uh, in in the Northeast, you could have fun. And those that like thunderstorms here in the Chicago area could look forward to that. The following is in regards to a movie called Supercell set to be released March 17th, 2023. People into the weather, are they're going to love this movie. All the stuff, you you feel like you're actually there just with the, the large hail and the tornado. They really did an excellent job. Big congratulations to them for all the hard work that they did. The following is for entertainment purposes only. It's only one minute long. It's an imitation of Donald Trump by Sean Farish. Hope you enjoy. There's been one little part that's been taken out. Uh, the rest of it is the same. You're listening to Weather with Enthusiasm. Well, we're here. It's snowing, and uh, it's starting to snow quite hard. And when you look at it, the North American mesoscale model, you take a look at it. Uh, it's going to snow, quite frankly, more than anybody's ever seen before. Bigger storm than anybody thought possible. The fake news says we're going to get a couple of inches. I think we're going to get a couple of feet. And when you think about it, you see it. The North American mesoscale model is predicting tons of snow. Big blizzard. Enough snow to bury. We're talking about a lot of snow. So you're going to build the biggest snowman. And that might trigger somebody because the term is too gender-specific. Okay, so you're going to build a snow person. We're not going to get in trouble. And it's going to be a big, beautiful storm. We hope you stay safe in the great state of New York and uh, in the big, beautiful Northeast. Have fun in the blizzard, and let's make America snowy again, believe me. You will now hear a one-minute trailer. Several additional feet of snow is expected by Monday morning. We have a powerhouse typhoon which has developed off in the Pacific Ocean. A big shockeroo to many of you. This is especially true in regards to what's going to be going on in Alaska. We have parts of the world that are so hot right now. Temperatures are expected to go into the low 130s. 
Today we have a special guest on our show. Uh, what is your name? A heat wave that's going to be headed to the A-Lot area. We're going to have to wait before we get into the next excitement. We're going from one extreme to the next extreme. 27.1 parametric pressure. Feet of snow are falling in Japan. Oh my gosh. Weather. That's a time of celebration. Just Google weather with enthusiasm and they're all going to come up.